Perakhas Mishnah Zion. Macharim Adam as Kadashav. One is permitted to make a cherem on his kachim. Bein kachim kachim, whether it's kachim kachim, he has a carbon ola, that he wants to make it as a cherem. Ubein kachim kalim with a kachim kalim like a carbon shlamim. Now, there's going to be two different scenarios. Im neder, if it's a neder. Im ha kachim him neder. Dahainu, he says, Hare alai ola, behold this upon me a carbon ola. Or hare alai shlamim, behold upon me is a carbon shlamim. Behave fishing, he sets aside the behemoth for his neder. And then afterwards, he says, Behold, this behemoth should be a cherem. So first he makes this neder of this carbon ola or shlamim, whether it's kachim kachim or kachim kalim. And then afterwards he says that this very behemoth should be a cherem. So what does he do? Nozin es hadamim. He gives the shavi the value of this behemoth to the kahanim. Because since he's chayv in achrayas, meaning if the animal were to die or to get stolen, he's chayv to bring another animal, another behemoth in its place to fulfill his neder. So therefore, we view this animal as if it's his. And therefore, because it's his, the cherem is chal on this animal. And therefore, he gives the value, the monetary value to the kahanim. And then the behemoth he brings as his carbon. That's all by case of a neder. What about nedava? Im nedava. If the kachim is a nedava. So he says, Hari behemoth zu ola by kachim kachim. Or hari behemoth zu shlamim by kachim kalim. So the, with the case of a nedava is he uses the word zu. This specific animal is an ola, or this specific animal is a shlamim. So now he's not chayim v'nachrayis. If it would have got lost or stolen, or, or were to die, he's putter, because he only dedicated this animal, nothing else. So therefore, if he's not chayim v'nachrayis, we don't view it as if it's his, that he could put a cherem on it. So if he says, arezu cherem now, what happens? Nosin es tovaso. He would give the tovas hana that he has in this animal that he could give to the kahanim, this is what he gives. We don't just evaluate what its worth is and give that value, because it's not his to evaluate. Rather, in this scenario, scenario he gives the tovas hana. So what is the tovas hana? So the mission explains. Shor ze ola. If he said this, shor ze kovan ola, and then afterwards he makes it into a cherem, I'm then we estimate. Kama adam rotsa litim b'shor ze, how much would a person want to pay for this shor? The haloso ola she'ena rishai, to bring it as a uh, voluntary Ola offering, meaning Misha Eno Chayav, one who's not Chayav to bring a carbon Ola. He just wants to bring a gift to his creator. So if he finds a carbon Ola for a good price, for a cheap price, and then he'll take it and bring it to, to as, as a carbon, it's this amount, Skum Katsa, this amount, the Machrim, the one that made this into a Chayrim, would give to the Kohan. And that's the Tobas Hana. Shkain Tobas Hana, Zu Yeshla Nodev, because the giver has this benefit that he set aside this behemoth for a carbon. Even though that once he's mafrisha, once he sets it aside, he already fulfills his obligation. The mere being mafrish setting aside fulfills his obligation. Because if he loses it, he's not chayav and not Nevertheless, he has a benefit when it does not get lost. That what? That he can bring it as a carbon to a Kodesh Baruch as a, as, a, as a gift to his creator. Therefore, when he makes it into a cherem, he gives to the kahanim the value of this tovas that he has inside of it. This will be the case by an adava. So we have neder, we have an adava. Now the Mishnah goes on to Bechar. Bechar, which is also in the category of Kachim. So whether Bain Tamim, whether it's a Tam, or Bain Balmum, whether it has a blemish. In both scenarios, it's given to the Kohen. It is that by a Tam, the Kohen is a mock of the Dam and the Imurim on the Zbeach. So Machrimin Oso, the Yisrael, who is the Baal of Bechar, could make it into a Cherem. Now Ketzad Poden Oso. So 
Shekin Allah Bukhar, the Bukhar itself, the guf of the Bukhar, the Khirim is not Chal. Why? Because it's not the owners. It's the coins. It belongs to the coin. Ela Shechal al Tovas Hana. Here again, the Tovas Hana, there's the Khirim would be Chal on the Tovas Hana, on the benefit that there is in this Bukhar to give it to any coin that the owner wants. Therefore, the Mishnah asks, Ketzad Poden as a Bukhar, meaning, how do we estimate the value of this Tovas Hana? that the Yisrael, the owner of the Bukhar, has by choosing which coin he wants to give it to. So we do like this. Aymdin, we estimate. Kama Adam wrote to leave the Bukhar, so how much would a person pay to have this Bukhar given, litno leben bito, to give it to his daughter's son, his grandson, or leben achos, or to his sister's son, his nephew. Kadesh Bala Bukhar, so the owner of the Bukhar will give it to his grandson or to his nephew, meaning, say this person's grandson or his nephew is a coin. So his daughter, you know, married a, a Kohen, or his sister married a Kohen, now that this son or this nephew is a Kohen. The value of this Tova Sana is what the Baal Bukhar would give to the Kahanim for the Kherim. So how much would, you know, Yasala, who has a nephew or a, son, or a grandson that's a Kohen, how much would he pay the Baal Bukhar to have this Bukhar given to his nephew or son who's a Kohen? That amount is the Tova Sana, and that's the amount that the Baal Bukhar would give to the Kohen for the Kherim. And the mission here, Davka, picks the case of the uh, grandson or the nephew of this person, Yasala, because this also, oh, this person, Yasala, is a Yisrael. And he's just paying, you know, to have the Bukhar given to his grandson or to his nephew that's a coin. Davka, that he's a Yisrael, but not if he's a coin. If Yasala himself was going to the Baal Bukhar to win his favor over to get this uh, Bukhar to his grandson or to his nephew, if, you, if this Yasala himself was a coin, then it's also to give Asla Lita, it's also for him, Yasala, to give money to the Baal Bukhar, uh, in order that the Baal Bukhar gives it to his relative or to his, his grandson. Why? Because that's near like a coin of Masriyah It looks like a coin who's helping a Yisrael in the, you know, in the, in the barn to do the threshing and the winnowing in order that he should win the Trumas, Bishar, for his payment. That's also. A coin cannot do that. Because then the Yisrael is not giving the truma as a matana to the coin, rather he's giving it to the coin as payment for his work. So therefore, we're very specific with the case. The case is not that a coin comes and says, I want this Yisrael to give the Bukhar to his coin grandson. That's going to be Yasser. Rather, it's the case of Yisrael, who has a relative that's a coin, like his grandson or his nephew. How much would he pay the Baal Bukhar to have the Bukhar given to his grandson or nephew? That's the amount of the Tova that's the amount that the Baal Bukhar would give to the coin for the Khairim. And Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, Kasav Echad, Aymer, one Pasuk says by a Bukhar, Taktish. It says, So all the Bukhars that are born, you make holy to Hashem. And then another Pasuk says, Kasav Achar, Omer, Al Taktish. It says, Ach Bukhar, Ashi Bukhar, Lashem, Babehima, Lo Yaktish, Ish, Oso, do not be Maktishit. So what's going on over here? You can't say taktish because it already says al taktish. You can't say al taktish because it already says taktish. So how do you make sense of these pesukim? Everybody as follows: The word taktish is coming to teach us that it's permitted to be maktish a hektish eloi, meaning the case that we just mentioned over here to bring the value that you estimate. How much would a person uh, pay to have this Bukhar given to his grandson, that's a Kohen, uh, and then that amount, the Baal Bukhar gives to the Bedek or to the Kohanim, depending on his Cherem. 
So we learned from this word of taktish that even though the Bukhar is already holy, you could add a cherem on it, like we explained. And the ain atamakdisha hektish mizbeach. However, you cannot be makdish hektish mizbeach. For example, let's just say you want to make this Bukhar into a ola or into a shlamim. So the words lo yaktish are going to teach us shalochal ala bukharishim karbanacha. You cannot change this Bukhar into a different carbon like an ola or a shlamim. That would be prohibited. That's what we learn from the words al-taktish, or lo-yaktish. And the Gemara explains that according to the Chamim, Shalom Dino, they learned the, the din of Rabbi Yishmael from a different Pasuk, from Kol Cherem Kaddish Kaddashim Hu, so they use the words lo-yaktish to teach us shahamatbes al-bachar, shem karban acha, that one who actually tries to change the bachar into a different carbon is actually over Allah, alos haseh. And the words taktish are coming to teach us, teach, teach us, even though the Bukhar is already Kaddish Me'elav, it's Kaddish from the Rechem, it's already holy from the womb of the animal or of the mother. Nevertheless, it's a mitzvah to be Makdish the Bukhar Bepet with your mouth and say the words, Hare Ze Kaddish, Le Bukhar. Behold, this is Kaddish for a Bukhar. So that's how the Chamim learn. Whereas the Bishmal holds that since the Bukhar is already holy from the womb, it's Kaddish Me'elav, there is no need to be Makdish Bepet, to be Makdish uh, by your mouth. Okay, so that's the Machlokus of Yishma and the Chamim. And with that, we conclude Mishnah Zion and Perak Ches. And looking at Perak Tes, Mishnah Aleph, Perak Tes is the last Perak here in Erechin. It's a rather long Mishnah. So let's just keep it to one Mishnah for today.